Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party, a podcast for working women that support each other's successes. In each episode, we bring in leading female powerhouses for career real talk and BS-free advice. Ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, I want to talk about being alone and dating apps. I hope you're ready. It's going to get intense. I'm going to have some opinions that probably will trigger a few people, but then that's what makes this so fun. You know, I'm here to hopefully give your ears and your brain cells an orgasm. So I want to start off with being alone. When we think of someone being alone, I think We've been trained as a society to just automatically think of the negatives. It just has such a negative connotation. We think of the word sadness, unhappiness, pity. I actually think it's quite the contrary. I think being alone is underrated. It's empowering. Growth, independence, peace. Those are the things that come to mind for me because I've become a fucking legend 
in my solo journey. And I'm in my mid-30s. I'm going to be my own hype woman. Some people might think it's cocky or, you know, they might think I'm entitled. I call it loving myself. And I really do believe you have to love yourself before you let anyone else love you. And when you're looking for a partner, if you're looking for a partner, that person should be an addition to your life, not a completion. We're in a pandemic. I know it's rough out there because we don't really know what's happening. We can't really meet people like we used to. And I know some of you out there are really thirsty, honey. You're parched. And if you didn't have a solid dingling before the pandemic, I assure you, you will get one this year. I promise. And for the gentlemen listening, you will find a WAP. I mean, I'm praying for us, all of us, trust me. But I want to emphasize, before you look for validation outside of yourself, please take the time to work on yourself before you add someone into your own mental prison. This isn't Build-A-Bear, hon. Come right, come correct. You know, I've been there. I've been in Eat, Pray, Love with a sprinkle of girl interrupted. I went to China alone for a month in 2018. I gave up everything and put it all in a storage unit. I live a minimalist lifestyle now. I don't even remember what's in the storage unit and I'm still paying for it. But the point is, I've been cute but psycho. Now I'm just hot and unbothered because I've done the mental work. And because of that, I know what I'm looking for now. And I don't want to waste my time with someone that I don't have a connection with. Having said all of this, I know we are living through unprecedented times and there are a lot of people out there who are struggling with loneliness. People are depressed and it sucks. And if it's really bad, please talk to someone. We can still talk to people and communicate. My advice would be to ride the wave with an attitude of gratitude. I know it sounds cliche. It's annoying. You've heard it before. But I started doing that a couple years ago. And it does something to you. It really does. The universe really has a way of rewarding you when you are grateful. You know, I was raised in a savage Indian family, so I think I have thick skin. You know, my mom is alpha. My dad is alpha. They kind of raised me to be alpha. And now that I'm a rookie almost in this dating world, I've kind of been in touch with my feminine side. And it's been very strange for me, to be honest. And that's something I'm personally working on right now. You know, I'm working on having more empathy and becoming more emotionally intelligent, especially because during this time, I've spoken to so many people, men and women, and I've actually heard a lot of the same things from both. You know, generally, people are feeling alone. 
I mean, I've been there. I still remember, you know, going to the Great Barrier Reef. That's kind of where I had my spiritual awakening. And I realized, you know, I wanted to be in a partnership with someone. I wanted to share that experience with someone. You know, that's what I felt at the reef. I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. It would be amazing to be back at this reef with someone I love. And so I get it. I've been there. I have my days where I would love to be with someone. But we're we're in a pandemic right now. I mean, I didn't even know pandemic would be part of my vocabulary. Or even the word quarantine. Which leads me right into the next topic. Dating in a pandemic. So many of you ask me, Anish, how are you dating in a pandemic? Well, let's get into it. So I've always been kind of a dating app snob. You know, when dating apps first came out, obviously I was in a relationship. And I remember friends were using them. And a lot of those people got married, you know, to people they met on Tinder. This was, you know, like in 2012. And I remember going through people's phones with them and just being fascinated by dating apps. I I was, you know, just in shock that this is a thing. And I think there was an innocence to it, you know, maybe 10 years ago. But I still scoffed at dating apps, you know. I thought, you just met someone from the internet. Meanwhile, I'm from India and, you know, my parents got married through a newspaper ad, basically. Times of India. And, you know, cut to the recent years, I've heard all the dating app horror stories. So I've just never been pro-dating app. And all my friends, both men and women, they tell me, Anish, it's a numbers game. You got to get out there. It's, you know, quantity and then you'll find quality. Okay. So I was convinced to join some dating apps a few months ago, especially because we're just living in such strange times. And I do think dating apps promote hookup culture. And that's just not something I'm interested in, to be honest. I'm looking to, you know, get to know someone, build a connection with them, see if we can even be good friends, and then hopefully, you know, start having great sex, to put it bluntly, and then become a power couple. So I ended up joining Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel, and The League. A few of my friends found their quarantine booze on those apps, and they came in highly recommended, and that's why I chose those three. And that's the thing, guys. People have quarantine booze. Like, they're going to break up or whatever, like, after the quarantine or lockdown pandemic thing is over, which blows my mind. So I create my profiles and I start swiping and I decide I am going to try these apps out for seven days. I'm going to make these apps my job. Let's see what happens. Well, I'll fucking tell you what happened. Okay. 
I probably swiped on over 500 guys and I liked two. And I'm not proud of that. I think that's just because when you're using dating apps, you're most probably going off of superficial characteristics of someone because you can't talk to them unless you swipe and you're not going to talk to them unless you find them attractive because that's kind of what you're doing. You're looking to see who you're attracted to. Whereas if you were just in a natural setting, let's say at a bar and a guy approaches you or you approach a guy and you start talking and maybe he isn't your type, but there's a connection because you start talking. Whereas on the app, you don't start by talking, you start by swiping. So I like these two guys and they happen to like me back as well because these apps kind of, I guess they don't let you talk to each other unless you both like each other, which sounds so ridiculous. Just saying this sounds like I'm in kindergarten, like, oh, you don't like each other, but you swipe. I mean, it just sounds bizarre as I'm saying this. And if you love dating apps, that's great. I personally don't think they're for me. So I say hello to both of these people. And within minutes, it shows red. So two things. First, shoot or shoot. I don't care if you're male or female or whatever you want to identify it with. Shooters, shoot. If you want something or someone, go out and get it. And if you get rejected, take the L and keep it moving. Find the next thing or the next person. That's life. It's 2021. Everyone should be making moves. I am the first to say that I am old-fashioned, but I will admit on this podcast, hashtag cringe, 95% of the time, I have made the first move. And that's okay, ladies. So I see that they've read my hello, and now I'm waiting, right? We play the waiting game, which sucks because I know we're living in these times where it's cool to be busy, it's cool to make people wait. It's fucking not. It's a turnoff. That just tells me you're not mature. And if you are busy, okay, we'll give it a couple of hours, but it takes two seconds to reply to someone. And if you don't reply at all, then you're just a mannerless asshole, which also leads me to believe you don't have time management skills. I try to reply to people right away in any setting, in all areas of my life, and I'm not thirsty. I just think it's the right polite thing to do. And I know a lot of people are talking to like 50 people at a time. I don't even know how that works because I can barely keep up with, you know, two or three. So I give these two guys the benefit of the doubt and I continue on with life, which is very important to do, guys. Don't wait around. Live your life. So 24 hours go by and then one guy says hi back. Okay. Applause. And then the other guy says, how was your day? Okay. 
So to the guy who said hi, I used the other guy's line, which was, how was your day? I asked him, how was your day? And to the guy who said, how was your day? I said, I had a great day. What are your Diwali plans? Because that was kind of the timeline of when all this shit was going down. So another day goes by and now we're on day three. And my bio in these apps clearly says, never been on a dating app, trying it out for seven days. So bitch, it's day three, hun. We've got four left. And all I have is a hi and a how was your day in 72 hours. And let's not get it twisted, okay? There are a lot of beautiful women on these apps. The boys, they're cute, but the ladies drag the men. There are just so many good-looking women. And I know I talk a big game. I say six-foot-tall, beard game strong, and, you know, I'll keep it real. I was head over heels in infatuation with a five foot seven leprechaun last summer. But the point is, the guys have access to all these gorgeous women in these apps. They're almost insatiable. They keep swiping. Whereas I feel the girls don't have that many options. And then the gays are thriving. They're the ones making moves, shooting their shots, and becoming power couples. I've said it before, like, straights need to be canceled. We need to be like the gays. So now it's fucking day four, and nothing. So I consult my friends, you know, in like all the group chats, all the different group chats. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys told me that the dating apps were the mecca. This this is bullshit. And I'm already mentally checked out of this whole thing because at this point, it's like a science project for you guys, the pod listeners and the IG fam. Because if you don't reply to me in a timely manner, which is within 12 hours, then I'm going to forget you. Because guess what? I have shit to do too. And I will respect you and give you my time initially. But if you don't give me yours, then you move to the bottom of my list and then you're not on my radar. And we all know no response is a response. So the guy who says hi just never responded ever again. And then the other guy said, you know, he didn't have plans for Diwali, but, you know, He likes the holiday, whatever the fuck that meant. So I wrote weekend plans, and now we're on day five. And I'm left with one guy. Day six rolls around, and crickets. So at this point, it's just all a joke to me. And I write to the guy, the one guy left, right? Because the other one just disappeared. I write... T minus two days, bitch. Because obviously I'm leaving the app in seven days and we're on day five. And of course, I never got a response. And that is my dating app story, guys. Hashtag cringe, hashtag fail. But I tried it. It was not for me. And I'm sure I got reported anyway. 
probably got kicked off, but I deactivated all the accounts. And some people might say I didn't really give it a shot. I say, you know, I know what I'm looking for and they're not in the dating apps. That's low hanging fruit. And of course, my friends are like, Anish, it's not that deep. Guess what? It is fucking deep. It's my time. It's my energy. I'm a mentally stable, non-toxic, non-anxious, intelligent, hot, funny, mindful human. Don't waste my time. Or tell me you're not interested. Clearly, I'm not cut out for the dating apps because I ended up threatening people. So moving on from the dating apps, people are like, Anish, how do you date in the pandemic? Well, I get set up by friends. So I've been on a few dates. And when you're dating, you have to realize everyone has red flags. Everyone has, you know, faults. And so I guess, you know, pick your level of train wreck because we all have a little train wreck in us. And I'm grateful that I've been in a high vibration relationship. So I know what it's like to be treated with respect and to be with a good human. So I do look for those qualities, you know, when I meet new people, you know, you have to go with your gut, you know, is this someone that is a good person? I'll be the first to admit I am a feeling catcher. I love love because for the most part, I get introduced to guys that are more or less what I'm looking for. There just hasn't been either a connection or there has been a connection and, you know, they haven't been interested in me or we both have a connection and then it's COVID and we live in different states. I've become open-minded during this whole dating process because I was raised to, you know, check the boxes and I'm no longer doing that. And so I also realize when I meet people, I need to give a lot of people a chance that I may not have in the past because I've learned that your person may not be what you've imagined in your head. If you asked me last year to go on a date with a 29-year-old, I would have rolled my eyes at you. I've been on three dates. With a 29-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 32-year-old. In fact, I might date younger exclusively. So I probably went on eight dates, eight to nine dates last year. And I could have gone on more, but, you know, your girl doesn't just eat whatever's on the table, honey. Okay? You know, one guy love-bombed me. He basically wanted to marry me after 48 48 hours, and that's a red flag. And then I told other guys, you know, hey, let's be friends, but continue to get to know each other. And then they don't like it because they want to be the one to say it because guess what, honey? At the end of the day, we're in the animal kingdom and men have testosterone. So a lot of men want to feel like they're in charge. And so when you pull a move that they usually pull, they don't like it. And then a lot of people are emotionally damaged from past relationships. 
And those people are awesome. They just need to take the time to work on themselves. And they haven't done that yet. And they're just trying to jump in to the next relationship. I've had multiple men tell me that they don't like dating Indian women. And then they're on a date with me. And these are Indian guys because, you know, I'm strictly dickly brown. You know, I like the brown D. But yeah, I I just don't understand. Like, where is the tact? And then some guys just want to fuck on the first night. And and that's great. No judgments. But then I'm not your girl because you're trying to go scuba diving and I'm dipping my toe in the water to try to get to know you. And then other guys, we don't even meet because, as you know, first I want to be friends. But before we can even be friends, you've said some weird ass shit to me like you don't like Indian girls, but you're talking to me. So then we can't even be friends. And then the connection just ends. And let me tell you, there's nothing like a hot, decent gentleman, like just having a brain and some tact. That's attractive. And then I've been on dates where, you know, we've talked for five hours and then I never heard from them again. And actions speak louder than words. If they are not contacting you, they they don't like you, hon. They're not interested. And that's been a bitter pill for me to swallow because I'm a cocky motherfucker and I can't fathom how someone isn't interested in me. But that's when you put your ego aside and tap into your spiritual side and realize that everything happens for your good. Rejection is protection, honey. Then there's the group of guys who are, you know, in their 30s like early to mid 30s. And they're the best, to be honest, because we've all ended up as friends, which is really irritating because I've said this before. I don't need more friends, realistically. Like I I don't need more guy friends who, you know, that that I'm attracted to that I want to fuck. Like I don't need more of those, but they keep coming my way. And we have a connection and then we just remain friends for some weird reason. But it's been a thing. And if any of you are listening, you know who the fuck you are. If you came at me like a wolf, you know, like how I say, you know, in Twilight, there are the Cullens and then there's Jacob. Like, come at me like Jacob and maybe we would be dating. Shoot your shot with me if you're listening. There's a few of you, so I don't know who's listening. I know most of you listen. If I'm talking to you, it's because I like you. And I'll take some blame in other instances where I've been introduced to someone and I kind of blew them off right off the bat. And then later on, you know, I regretted it because I realized, wait, that could have been, you know, someone that I could have been with and they would have probably been amazing. And so those are painful, those weird mixed, you know, connections and missed opportunities. There have also been guys that I've just had a conversation with. And unfortunately, I knew right away, you know, I couldn't bring you around my friends or my family 
because we're just not at the same level as superficial and horrible as that sounds. But I mean, you know, intelligence and life experiences, if they differ too much and we can't have a conversation, then it's not going to work. And I've learned not to fall in love with potential. Leave potential for someone else. Someone else who is that person's match. And people get triggered when I say, you know, I need to see your financial statements. But I say that because I need to know if you can keep up with me. I don't want to spend your money, but I want to know that you have financial security, financial freedom, financial independence. You know, we live in a world where money buys things. You know, if you think money doesn't buy you happiness, then you stay in your lane and let me be in mine because I'm happy when I see money in my bank account. And I could go on, but I think the key is you have to know what you want. Don't get sidetracked when something doesn't serve your higher good. And be open, which has been the most challenging thing for me because I'm afraid to open up initially because I give my all. I'm an intense, passionate person. I love hard. And if you have me, you probably have me for life. And so I tend to put a wall up initially because I don't want to give myself to a person emotionally unless I know we have a solid connection. And for now, I'm going to continue to get set up by friends and family. So far, I haven't met anyone awful. In fact, I've met a lot of great people. It's just nothing has really panned out. And I also give the same energy that people give me. So if I'm not feeling that someone's interested, then, you know, I walk away. Or if someone's interested, then, okay, I'm interested. And then there have been times, you know, where it's the opposite, where I've just been infatuated or obsessed, and then the other person just doesn't give a shit. And that's rough, too. But I encourage you not to use dating apps. Go on LinkedIn. That's the new dating app. I think it's quantity over quality. I do not agree that it's a numbers game. You know, continue to be amazing. Be unapologetically you and do the damn thing. There's no time to sit around and be around emotionally mediocre people. You are your sunshine. And I'm sure I'll have a lot of dating stories to share and... I know we're all DTF, we're parched, but I have a feeling we will find our love oasis in this pandemic desert. Hashtag cringe. I can't believe I just said that. Thank you for listening, guys. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chat.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.